1: It would kind of seem absurd that the guy who everybody right now thinks is one of the best or the best making a quarter of what the big star is making and outshining him in the booth. It would just seem pretty weird to me.
2: Peter King on the upcoming Tom Brady replacement of Greg Olson. How about Peter King just flat out saying? It, it kind of is implying there, at least, that Brady will not be nearly as good as Greg Olson. Mm-hmm. Here's Greg Olson in the booth outshining the guy next to him, who would make 37 million dollars a year, mm-hmm. Tom Brady. So we'll see how that goes. You had this. I, I, I'm glad you pointed out when Joe Montana left the game and got in the booth. It lasted nine games. Yeah, I have a similar expectation for Brady. We'll see what ultimately happens. Jeremy and Joe, good morning. You can uh, chime in on that if you want. I get an email, and I want to. I want to ask. Everybody a question here. Maybe I should have put this as the Twitter poll to see how many people out there have uh, lost their minds. Ready? Got an email here about what the bill should do at receiver. And it starts. Bill should grab two receivers, get good value and free up cap room for digs on a trade. Pause. Okay, this is not going to be a let's get stupid. But it's approaching on it. Does anybody it? make the case for trading Diggs is a good idea? Can anybody do it? Hold on a minute.
1: I would say you want me you want me to take a stab at it. No, like I, I don't, I I don't wanna, believe it, but I could try to make the case for why someone would say, "Hey, let's trade Stephon Diggs." First off, if you trade Diggs, it's a thirty-one million dollar cap hit.
2: Right. If you make it a post-June one trade, it's a nine million dollar cap hit. But as Sal has pointed
1: out, you can't use that other money until June which by that point... free agency is done. It's done. Yeah. There's so no there's nobody left.
2: You're saving you have more cap room, but you
1: can't use the money. And then okay. the next year it costs you 22 million. 22
2: on next year's the following
1: years. Which cap. is basically like having him on the team. It's almost the same. It, like if it was cap it'll be this year's 27. You're spending it to have him on not Somebody on the team next team. year.
2: Right. Right. So, okay, let's move a little further down the line here. What do you expect to get for Stefan Diggs? And this does not mean the player is bad. Trades require you to give a team compensation and then pay a guy what he's owed on his contract. I mean, Diggs is very good. There's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. He's been good. He's been awesome his entire Bills career until the last eight games, and people are mad about the drop. A drop on a drive that they did ultimately get to that spot on the field on the same drive, right? They kept moving down the field. That that was a first and ten pass. Mm -hmm. So... Let me double-check that's the same drive. Anyway, we're mad about the drop. He had the drop on the deep ball, and that stinks. Trading Stephon Diggs. They are desperate for wide receiver. And you think they should trade him for a second-round pick? What? Who should do that? What other team should do that? If I'm another team, I wouldn't trade for Diggs. I would just, shocker here, draft a receiver. It's a stud class. Who mm-hmm. wants digs? And again, I don't say that like no one would want him. If you cut him, he'll have tons of
1: opportunities. Oh yeah, he will go wherever he get, wants. He would probably get a big contract. Too. Yes, just shorter term, I'm sure. But you know, like someone would give him a three year deal for twenty million dollars a year. Absolutely. Right now they would. But now you got to on top of it spend a, 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 an asset, a premium draft asset. Even if it's just one, they're not going to get the Tyree Kill package in in a million years. Right, Because Hill, you had contract control and you had, how old was he when the Chiefs traded him? Like 28, 27? Younger than Diggs. Can we at least say that? He was younger than Diggs was. So you're trading an older receiver by receiver standards. You're trading a guy that's not. Tyreek Hill's coming off a 75-yard touchdown Tyreek, against the
2: Bills. Tyreek Hill's first season with Miami, Miami, he was 28.
1: Okay, so they traded him, yeah, so 27, 28, time of trade, 28-year-old season. So multiple years younger than what Diggs is about to walk into, where he'll turn 31 during next season. Yeah. So that on top of it, and listen, you might even hear that and go, well, you know, if I'm really hitting the refresh button on that whole position, you know, what are you really doing? You're trading Stephon Diggs for, let's say it's a second-round pick. I'm trading him for... Uh, what, Josh, who's your guy from Texas? Adonai, Adonai Mitchell. Adonai Mitchell. Adonai Mitchell. All right, you're trading him for Adonai Mitchell. Here's the problem: because of nine million on the books this year and twenty-two million on the books next year, like next year you're basically spending twenty-two million dollars for Adonai Mitchell. Right. You're not even really getting the benefit of the young, cheap receiver. You're getting the young receiver. You're not getting cheap because you're basically paying someone else the digs money yeah. to have the rookie. Which right. there that they for they just foregoes the rookie contract, or at least half of it.
2: And I, I also saw, so Peter King, who we played there about Brady and Greg Olson, he had said in his Monday Morning Quarterback or whichever column that the, that the Bills should probably do roster surgery yeah. on the Diggs deal, and Diggs might not like it. Con- the, contract surgery. Yeah, so thank you. He contract. says
1: at the end of it, I expect Diggs to not be happy about okay.
2: it. Okay, that is Peter King's opinion on what the Bills might do with his contract. And I saw last night some online people Finger quotes, tired of the Diggs drama. He didn't say anything. No.
1: Peter Peter King King gave an opinion on what the Bills might do with his contract. And then it's the way he phrased it. Isn't it kind of him giving an opinion on what Diggs would feel about it? Yes. I mean, I want to give Peter King some credit. Like He's as plugged in in the league as anybody, but he he didn't quite label it as... Like, he didn't say sources say Diggs would be unhappy with it. It's it, it's kind of phrased as his. It's framed as his opinion on what Diggs would feel about it, which is often what Diggs' drama ends up being.
2: People telling you how he probably will feel.
1: Yeah, or how or, they're guessing that he feels. Right. I mean, that's usually what the Diggs' drama is. It's possible. It's possible. Like, I don't know. Would Diggs be happy that the Bills basically lock him in to, the, to Buffalo for the rest of his career? But, I, but I, even...
0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: I'm telling you, I have no idea.
0: But it doesn't even matter, too.
2: This is part of what Dig said at, at training camp last year. Maybe it was training camp. Maybe it was one of the other
1: ones. Recently. I think it was during the season. During where, the season. Where he said the thing about, like, does it matter it how... Does it, or it doesn't matter if I'm happy or yeah, not. Yeah, dur- I think it was mid-season Yeah, he said
2: that. Which is a good look into how he operates. It doesn't matter what I think about it. I'm under contract. I'm here. I'm going to do everything I can to win and be the best I can be. And halfway through this season, he was having his best year.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then they changed offensive yep. coordinators and things went away. And I kind of want to put my hand up here and just say... I'm sorry, how many people have decided that production from Diggs that went off a cliff means that the elite tier wide receiver instantly hit a wall and not that the relatively young offensive coordinator didn't have all of the answers? Which of those two is more likely? The latter. You're signing with Joe Brady over Diggs here? It doesn't even have to be necessarily a conflict, just... Hey, they didn't really get digs going in the second half. The coach, the coordinator, and the quarterback all said, We've got to get that going if we're going to be the best version of ourselves. And they did get him behind the safety against the Chiefs, and he dropped the ball. Guys make mistakes. Josh throws picks, receivers get drops, mm-hmm. running backs have fumbles. Throughout the season, one of the one of the overarching themes is when somebody makes a mistake, you go back to them. I was watching a podcast between uh, Shannon Sharp and Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco, they're talking about this, and Shannon Sharp's getting after digs about that's why you don't open your mouth is because when you make a mistake, people come for you. And Chad Johnson said, on that drop, what they should do is go right back to him. That's what mm-hmm. you do. Guys, drop passes. It's going to happen. And
1: for, I mean, I don't know. Should they throw at him again after that play. They it's, might. They might not have. It's I don't. A good rem- I don't remember though.
2: I mean, there's a play where we all look and say, Allen maybe should have, but didn't. Yes. Right. But yeah. who knows if that's you know in his mind. But the point is. Like you have a player that has been wall of fame caliber for you since the day he got here. Mm-hmm. And after is it the drop? Is it the on the sidelines against Cincinnati? Like people soured on him, and I'm not even sure how many it is. Mm-hmm. But the digs has to go crowd is off their rocker. <laughs> You're out of your mind. They don't have receivers. Mm-hmm. and you want to get rid of him. And What's your plan? Your plan's to sign a $9 million receiver veteran. Who's yes. that going to be? Your,
1: your, your, receiver your only court. plan you could have is you're moving him for that second-round pick. You're going to eat all that money and think that's a good idea. You're going to hope to hit on that second-round receiver. And then, okay, so I can't use the money I free up by trading him till June, so what are your options? You're basically crossing your fingers that a DeAndre Hopkins is going to get cut by his team, and that's the route you're going, but how different is that than what you're getting from from a Digs? You know what I mean? Like you're you're doing all of that, you're taking all of that risk, and you're eating all that dead money because you're going to pray that someone lets go a DeAndre Hopkins, and then you're able to sign that guy. That, that's the only plan right. I can yeah. even fathom that like you even build a competent receiving core with because. That's where I can't even listen to the idea of trading digs. Is we already know how big a hole receiver is, and you can make your case for like sell now because it's about he's about to hit a cliff. I don't necessarily believe that, but if you're and ever gonna if, have that take, now's the time I guess to do it. But if you move him, I just I don't I don't know how you think that's helping Josh Allen.
2: No, to- at this point it's it, it's either sunk cost or it's all right. Fine, he might be paid a little more than he should be. But we're going to deal with that. It's a little bit like... And
1: you don't really have an alternative.
2: No. Your alternative
1: is to lock him in even longer, which is the only thing they can really do. You
2: restructure, and then further down the line, you take your cap hit. Yeah. And you do it when whoever you drafted this year in the first round is clearly ready to take over wide receiver number one status. Yeah. That's when you can comfortably move on and take your cap hit. Right yeah, now, they
1: really can't do it for like three more years. No, and, they, and that's before and they, a restructure. and
2: they shouldn't want to either. Like, right, everything's fine. Things will be fine. The idea of trading digs is planes, trains, and automobiles. You're going the wrong way. Right. You're, why in the world would the Bills do that to to have the receiver core be Kendrick, Bourne, Khalil Shakir, and two rookies? Yeah. That's
1: your. Is that the idea? Because you don't have money to I mean, really spend, I guess that can work, but it is super risky it's super risky, and now right you're walking into a season without a guy you know is going to produce for you, not not a guy that you know you could trust on being a number one, what you're doing. I guess what 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 is if I'm trying I'm working hard to like try to make the case like why would anybody want to do this why they're they're thinking of the Hill trade that's the only place I can Which get to
2: you're not getting the value right you're like
1: just... you want to make the Tyree Hill trade I don't think you can make the Tyree Hill trade with Stephon Diggs on multiple fronts the biggest difference there and this is why I think it's so different and you just can't compare the two. You can't magically hit a button and say, make the Tyree kill trade, give me multiple first-round picks, and then I'm going to go use those first-round picks at the receivers, and Diggs' cap it just disappears. When the Chiefs did that, Hill was up for a contract, or he was coming up for a contract. He had one year left, maybe.
2: He wanted to be paid the highest number in the sport.
1: The the Chiefs weren't locked into anything because they hadn't paid him yet. The Bills just gave—this is the first year of Diggs' extension. Being big money. Yeah. Yeah, they gave him a four year extension and he's under contract for this season and then three more after that. So like this is the start of it. And it's the opposite of Hill, who was at the end of it. So even if you got to a place where let's hit the refresh button, let's go all young, let's do what the Packers did. Let's go draft a bunch of receivers and let's go young and let's go cheap. It you can't. You just can't. And by the way, I know they're in the Super Bowl for a second consecutive year. The Chiefs are not in the Super Bowl because they turned around the Tyree Kill trade and then hit on all of their receiver picks. If anything, that was the thing that almost held them back from making the Super Bowl. Was they haven't been able to replace Tyree Kill in the wide receiver core. They made it in. They made the Super Bowl in spite of what their plan was at wide receiver post Tyree Kill.
2: And they did it with defense. I've right. Got to, I've got to exactly. Sa- Got a stat on their defense, which is kind of, well, alarming in a good way for the Chiefs. Jake in Buffalo, though, before we do that. Jake, good morning.
0: Hey, good morning. How's it going, guys? I just had uh, one little tidbit. I know a decade ago we were all very disappointed when we used two first-round picks and we got Sammy Watkins. It didn't make a lot of sense at the time. But I think this is our year. I think we need to trade a first-round future pick, get in the top 10, get in the top 15, get the franchise wide receiver, this team deserves, and then can be the replacement for Diggs two or three years from now. Thank you, guys.
2: Thanks, Jake. They're, moving up, you know, we'll—I'm we'll, sure—we'll talk about this a lot, and it's going to be really hard yeah, to sure. figure out how high they could get and who they could do it for. Until we're going to be 15 picks into the first round before we have a real feeling on whether or not they would trade up. But
1: I don't think I'll ever get to a place before the draft where I feel like it's possible they can get in the top 10. No. That, that to me, I mean, the extent of it. You want to trade their future first-round pick? I, at best, I think they're getting to the middle of the first round. Yeah. So, who are you talking about? How, like, maybe we'll get there, where Brian Thomas is so much better of a prospect than Lad McConkie right. or Des Walker
2: that, that I'm going to go do that. Brian Thomas is a good name because he tends to be one of the first ones people talk about after those big three.
1: Right. So, okay, do I want to trade my future first-round pick to go get Brian Thomas? I mean, if they did it i'd be excited and like i would understand the ramifications of what that would cost and i might not like that part of it but we'll see i don't i don't know what idea i love yet all i know is that i love that they got to do something and trading digs is not doing something that is so working against it's so working against it the only interesting part of peter king's article to me about like the 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 digs part of it is if that does come to fruition that like well, I guess the Bills don't even have to – if they wanted to manage his contract, they don't even have to, I don't think, go to him on it. They can just do it. Often, so, that is
2: most often the case that you can just restructure deals. Yeah, out.
1: I mean, I'm sure they'd have a conversation with him before they did that. Um, but I don't – I'm there's nothing concrete enough that I've ever heard or seen or heard Diggs say that makes me think he's going to push the eject button. And again, he walks into Brandon Bean's office today and says, I want to be traded. I think Brandon Bean might just shrug his shoulders and go, okay, I I just, what what do you want me to do? I, I don't have the cap space to eat $31 million. So I respect your opinion and what you might want, but there's nothing I can do. That's where they're at. That's where they would. Excuse me. That's where they would be at, even if you had digs walking in and making a demand like that. Eight hundred three. It's, it's 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 a different planet,
2: I think. I mean, if they do it, it would be wild. I just you'd be you'd be starting almost at zero from your receiver group. You'd, they you'd, they you'd would have, be starting. At you'd zero. have Khalil Shakir, and that's about it.
1: Yeah. There's just there is no. There is no, the, the, the cap's not real, right? But there is no work, there is no, you trade digs and you replace his money with Michael Pittman. Like, that's not an idea that's on the table. They don't have that option. So, he's, and I'm not, I don't need to rush him off the team. I, to your earlier question about like, what is it? Did defenses figure him out a little bit? And did Joe Brady maybe not know quite yet how to get him the most involved? Or did he hit a wall? I'm not betting on the fact that he hit a wall. I've got enough people that study the film and chart the Matt Harmon's of the world that are charting his success rate. Pro Football Focus on Diggs had an article a couple of weeks ago. They're like, the guy was getting open. The guy was still separating. Maybe not like he was four years ago, but I am a believer that with another good receiver to take some of the attention away, that that's going to free him up more than ever, and or more since you know, more than last year, and we're not going to be wondering about digs crashing and burning next year because it's just gonna be better than it was in the second half of this year.
2: It's one of the jobs for Joe Brady. Eight oh three oh five fifty the guys at one Bills Live had a Twitter poll. Like who's most important for Allen in this this season? Like which which player, which piece of the offense Mm -hmm. is the most important piece for Josh Allen going into next year? And I'll pull up the results of that poll. It was, your options were, aside from Josh Allen, which player is most important? Diggs reemergence, Shakir Kincaid next step, rookie receiver production, or other. And Shakir Shakir Kincaid next step came in at number one. Really? Yeah. Which is surprising to me, because... That while, would have
1: been, like, my third option, I think. Right, because for while, me personally.
2: while those two are clearly very good, very efficient pieces, and... Kincaid might become one of the top three tight ends in the sport. Yeah,
1: I had a guest on yesterday that said that he's his number two ranked dynasty tight end going forward. Good. Yeah.
2: Um, But I think Diggs' reemergence is really important. It's it's almost like (laughs) it's almost like people kind of forgot like what Diggs has done over the last three years since he got here. Allen and Diggs have combined for the most almost every receiving stat in the league. Yeah, those two. It's one of the best tandems in the league. They had a rough eight games. He dropped a pass in the playoffs, and it's get him out of here. We'll take a $31 million cap hit. Yeah. It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. The way
1: Bean sounded in his end-of-season press conference, I think he believes that number 3 fixes number 1 on that poll. Rookie
2: receiver production.
1: If they they draft a guy, and he's good, and he can separate, and he gets open down the field, whatever. They hit on their receiver 2 idea. And even if Shakir Kincaid take another step or not, they were both productive last year. To me, I don't even know if I need that. If you get three, I think you get one maybe it's not that simple. I expect that to be the case though. If they draft, they find their way to Brian Thomas or Troy Franklin or any of Xavier Worthy and that guy is really good right away, and I had a tweet on this yesterday that like in the last four drafts, we're talking about like a 75% hit rate on these first round receivers. So if they do that and they hit on the receiver, I'm expecting Diggs to look like
0: Diggs.
2: 803-0550. Ron and Alden before the break. Hey Ron.
0: Hey, real quick, two questions. I don't know. Is there a site out there that
1: shows you how many times Diggs would have been open, like, like the last play of the game versus KC where he was wide open, and they did not throw to him? And secondly, didn't he get hurt in one of the games, like in the middle of the season where people pointed out ever since then his production failed? And those are just two questions. I don't
2: know. I thought I heard something about an injury out maybe Jacksonville or something where he was hurt and he never looked the same after. And I didn't get the bigger problem, though, than – Thanks, Ron. There was the mid-foot sprain late in the season, but then there was
1: also... He got listed with like a back injury at some point during the middle of the year, but that yes. was like only for one week. And if you follow on Twitter Bill's account, Thigh Doctor, there was also
2: some evidence that maybe there was a, a bit of a was it a thigh injury or something, or like a, yep. a leg and hip kind of issue. But they didn't really say it, and when McDermott was asked about it, he said, you know, nothing that would make a difference to my knowledge. So, you know... If, if they want to use that as an excuse or as a contributing factor, they can say that. They just kind of didn't. 550 1-888-550-2550 to join us. Jeremy and Joe with you on WGR. You can give us a call. Eric at home from Mobile, Alabama uh, on the Senior Bowl coming up at 9 here on WGR.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.